Hey everybody, welcome to a Sports Chop Shot. It's Ben and Isaac today. Uh, you're welcome, America. So what's up, Mike? How you feeling? I'm feeling a little better. A little better, that's great. And finals are going well? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> in theory, in theory they're going well. Well, we have a couple of uh, topics we want to hit on. Uh, as, as the shots go, they're not as long. So let's jump right into it. Big news uh, this week is Cliff Lee signed with the mystery team, which turned out to be his former team, the Philadelphia Phillies, for less money than the Yankees or the Rangers were offering him. What were your immediate thoughts about this, Ike? I actually wasn't that surprised. Why? Because I have I have many fan, uh, friends that are huge Phillies fans, and they said that he actually loved his time in Philadelphia, and he was really upset that he had to go. And also, Cliff Lee does seem like the type of guy that would take less money if it meant winning. Because, let's face it, he's making $120 million for a five-year deal. Currently, how much better is a seven-year deal? That's 145 Well, it'll be his last contract. He doesn't have to sign another contract. That's his last big contract. Uh, at, you know, After this, I don't see anyone giving him more than a year, if that. Um, but he's still making $120 million. Yeah, I mean, that that's the other thing. It's still an obscene amount of money. It's not like – now, granted, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars. But I, in the end, he's still getting paid you know, an, a large sum of money to play play baseball. But now, now we, we start looking ahead to the season and where this fits and that rotation of Oswalt, Holiday, Lee, and Hamels, that's, that's, that's pretty – Pretty good in the National League, I'd say. Um, I'd say in any league. Uh, yeah, but you, whenever you get to you know face the pitcher every ninth batter, that helps. And I, I think that that factored into Cliff Lee's decision. It's easier to pitch in the National League, especially as you get older. Uh, so taking less money to be you know perhaps put up better numbers, that's it seems logical to me. I you know, but th- those four guys. Yeah, I think that's going to be. They're going to put up historical numbers. What do you expect to see? I expect. I expect to see. Well, similar historical numbers. Everyone's talking about them matching potentially the '71 Orioles with four 20-game winners. I don't think that's going to happen. But I, Hamels, is a step back, and uh, Oswald step back from Holiday and Cliff Lee. But I, I think Cliff Lee and Holiday potentially each win 20 games. They're going to compete against each other for the Cy Young. Uh, yeah, I mean, hands down, best you know, best one-two in the game in the past, I'd say, decade. Uh, I, well, I mean, time will tell. I mean, hopefully none, you know, neither one of those guys get eight. I'm talking about uh, Lee and Holiday. I hope uh, neither one of them get in, injured. But if they stay healthy, I mean, they could put, they, I mean, solid as they come. And, you know, kudos to the Phillies for going out and getting their man. I don't know why they let him go last year, but they got their man again. So uh, stay, stay, in, uh, stay in baseball. I want to talk a little bit of, uh, of Red Sox and the, you know, all that they've done, uh, signing Carl Crawford, formerly of the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, Adrian Gonzalez, formerly of the Padres. Uh, I, think, I think Gonzalez was a trade, correct? Gonzalez was a trade. They haven't signed him to an extension yet, I don't think. Okay, well, is, so I say that goes through. That's two. That's two big bats to add to the lineup. Carl Crawford's never hit over 20 home runs. It's a lot of money for that. But in in signing him, he didn't go to the Yankees. And uh, in, same with Gonzalez. I feel 
uh, they felt like they had to go above and beyond to get these guys uh, to make sure they didn't go uh, to New York. Um, as a, as a Yankees fan, where what do you do now? You lost you lost on the on, on three really huge uh, free agents. Uh, what do you do now? Well, I mean, what? Okay, whatever. Well, you go out and sign Russell Martin and pretend it's 2007 and get excited about that. Ah, uh, no. No, 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 no. So, I mean, your, your thoughts there, you move Posada to DH. But, yeah, uh, I think they're going to split time. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Posada's getting up there in age. I, and I understand that, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Yankees are, are, are gonna, might be on the outside looking in come playoffs next year. Now, there's, I mean, there's a lot to be said. There's a chance that you don't forget the Rays lost Carl Crawford. Like it's not like the Rays stayed the same. They've lost a very valuable piece. Oh uh, no, no, no doubt. I'm not counting the you know the Rays very much. I mean, but you never know. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think like the Yankees lost that much because a lot of Yankees fans actually didn't really want Carl Crawford because he's great at stealing bases. He hits for a good average. But we already have a lot of people like Brad Gardner. He brings solid value and he stole. Over 50 bases last year. And he's a great. He's ba- he's mo- he's definitely the best nine hitter in the game. I know that's not saying much, but he potentially be a leadoff hitter for a lot of American League teams. And so they're not that upset over the Carl Crawford. The Adrian Gonzalez was a trade. So okay. You can't really count that in as a loss. Okay. 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 That's but, fair. Uh, Cliff Lee hurts a little bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah I mean, you got to convince Pettit to come back, and that's. That's maybe your two. You know, obviously you have Sabathia, and he, you know, he's going to be your ace, your clear ace. And then Burnett, you're hoping something good out of Burnett. Burnett Hughes. Yeah, I mean, I that's looking real thin at that rotation. Yeah, yes it is. But I, I think, I think we'll get over the loss of Lee. I wasn't that surprised he signed elsewhere. I mean, there was the whole issue in the playoffs with his wife not feeling comfortable at Yankee Stadium. Some of the fans being rude to her. So I wasn't that shocked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'll go a long way, I guess. But uh, millions do speak, and he, that did leave a lot of Yankee money on the table to go sign and play with the uh, Phillies. Uh, anyway, switching gears, we're going to uh, go do a little NBA, a little theory. Uh, not really theory. At this point, it's, it's well known. Carmelo Anthony, uh, forward from the Denver Nuggets, has made it quite clear that he does not want to play in Denver anymore. Uh, now the question becomes, where does he go? Uh, he has stated... Uh, that he wants to go to New York, and I'm sure Isaac has a lot of comments about his Knicks. Or no, he's not. You're not a Knicks fan. You're a Clippers. Fan. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. Well, anyways, you follow basketball really intently, and uh, you know I'd like to get your thoughts of, of the possibility of Melo starting for you know starting forward for the uh, the New York Knicks, the re-energized New York Knicks. Adam Bailey's dark horse pick, New York Knickerbockers. Well, actually, I think that he's not going to end up in New York. That's where he clearly wants to end up. He stated it throughout the summer and throughout the season so far. But I think he'll end up in New York when he signs as a free agent at the end of this year. But I think if he gets traded, he's going to get traded to probably, I think, the New Jersey Nets. Really? They have, a, they have a lot to offer. They have they could offer up Derek Favors, who was the third overall pick out of Georgia Tech, who's a really he's a raw he's a raw basketball player, but he's freakishly athletic, and you can't teach athleticism. And so, and the Nets have a bunch of first-round picks they could offer. So I actually think the Nets take a gamble, try to get Melo, and then use the whole move to Brooklyn with the New York market, and the whole Jay Z having Jay Z as the part owner 
It's going to help them out a lot. Jay-Z has a lot of pull with the NBA players. And then they have then they have the new Russian owner that is going to make it clear that he's willing to spend whatever money it takes. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets trade for him and then spend the whole season trying to convince him to stay. I mean, it shouldn't be too hard. You pair him up with Robin Lopez, who's maybe the, one of the best centers in the game, right after Dwight Howard. Then you got Devin Harris, who's a good young point guard. They got some good pieces, and I think they can make it. Uh, they can convince Melo to stay there in New Jersey. Uh, I don't know. He seems pretty intent with the Knicks, though, in, in, re, in joining up with Amari and, and forming his own super team. Yes, but then they still need one other player. I think. You know, I, I, I know it's going to sound stupid, and I'm going to get crap for this, but uh, Raymond Felton, isn't it? Like, it, I like the way he plays. I mean, I think any point guard with the Knicks is going to put up the numbers that Felton produced. You don't forget, like, Chris Duhon averaged something like eight assists last year. Did you see that shot right before half that Raymond Raymond Felton put in? Yeah. Last I night? A million point guards put that in. I'm not denying he's not playing well. He's playing great. But I just think he you could get a lot of NBA point guards into that system. So it's like so it's like the running back of the you know of the Broncos in the early you know two thousands. Like yes. it doesn't matter who you plug in there, they're gonna get over a thousand yards. Yes, and it's not a diss. It's it's calling Steve Nash uh Terrell Davis in that sense. Is that Steve Nash is clearly even when D'Antoni is left, Steve Nash it's his number shouldn't be sort of put an asterisk on as a product of the system. But I think everyone else's should. Hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, they could be running the same system in, in Phoenix. It still looks like they they like to run the court. And uh, I mean, whenever you have Steve Nash, it, it hurts you to not use him as as the focal point of your of your offense. The way it makes the offense go, he makes the offense go. He has he has no weapons in Phoenix right now. Zero. He has Jason, he has Jason Richardson. That's it. Uh, Jason Richardson. I just have a. Yeah, I don't like. I don't really like him. I had. When he uh, went up for the dunk and and didn't check behind him, and LeBron slotted that ball away, it was just complete lack of effort. And that was you know a year or two ago, but still left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, anyways, any other thoughts about uh, Carmelo? That's pretty much it. All right, well let's go. Let's stay with basketball, but let's go with uh, Rick Pitino joining the Puerto Rican national team. Uh, and uh, didn't really get a lot of headlines. Didn't make a, a lot of noise. But I think that this is a good move. I mean, Puerto Rico's had had quality squads before. Uh, definitely, they've beaten the United States in Athens in '04, in, uh, to open the open the games for the United States. The one that we do we what do we have a bronze finish with the bronze in that one? Yes. Yeah, that was pathetic. Uh, anyways, uh, what are your thoughts, Isaac? I think this is a great move for Puerto Rico. I mean, Coach K has proven the success with the USA basketball team that for many nations, maybe the way to go is to hire a college coach. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that this will bode well. I mean, it was it J.J. Barea? Who else is on that team? Carlos Arroyo. Carlos Arroyo. So two small guards who play in the NBA. Uh, and then I, I think they have their own basketball league, too, if I... If I yes, they do. I think... Uh, Tom Walker played in it a little bit. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was because he spent all his money. And now he's in the D League. Is he? Yes, he is. <laughs> that guy was a joke. <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't a joke. Now he's a joke. Oh, he's a joke because of what he did with all his money. It's just gone. I, I don't understand that. But anyways, we'll, you know, 
won't stick on that for for all too long. But that's the biggest uh, Antoine Walker. That's the most I've ever talked about Antoine Walker, really. I mean, that's just me. But anyways, uh, moving along, uh, sticking with basketball, kind of. Uh, Mark Cuban has stated that he would like to uh, fund a national college football championship, like a like a playoff system. I am right there with him. I would like to fund that, but I don't have the funds. So I, I, I am all for Mark Cuban doing this, and this would be the best thing, and he would be a hero. He would be the best person, sports figure of the century, I'd even say. I wouldn't go to century. Century? I mean, he, he completely changed the landscape of college football. Yes. Well, well before we talk about the actual his plan in place, I got it got to at least give the BCS some credit. It used to be a lot worse for determining a national champion. It's just they kept yeah, but it could be that never worked. Yeah, it could be a lot better. Yeah. But at least give them just a little bit of credit that it could be a lot worse than it currently is. I, I, think BCS I mean, TCU is playing in the Rose Bowl. That's just that's that's almost sacrilegious. It just should never happen. It should be Stanford and Wisconsin. But this cool new thing called the BCS decided to forego any traditions or anything like that. Just do whatever they want. And, uh. Would you rather have TCU play? I mean, Wisconsin's. I mean, Wisconsin's arguably the fourth best team in the nation. So shouldn't they play the third best team in the nation? Okay. I don't. Okay, well, I'm just my my argument here is base is uh, for the Bulls. If you're saying that you want you want to keep the Bulls, well, then keep the Bulls, but keep the the rivalries that exist. I mean, Big Ten, Pac-10, end of the year, Rose Bowl, that happens. That's this, huh? I thought it was going to be a good matchup. Like, I'm not against the Wisconsin Stanford completely. It's just I think TCU has the right to play Wisconsin. Uh, TCU has the right to play in a national championship. Some some would argue, but we don't get that. We don't get that. I heard some people even picking TCU in that game. Who are you picking in that game? In that game? Yeah. I'm picking TCU. You're picking TCU? See, I have Wisconsin in that running game. Why do you, I mean... I, I'm picking TCU more for the, what you would root for. I mean, to hopefully get a playoff and hopefully a Mark Cuban-led playoff. I think that would be even better than an NCAA-led playoff. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that would be, uh, like, I guess to... To keep with the chaos theory that I want in the BCS, I'd have to pull for TCU in that instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Well, the interesting thing about Cuban's playoff, I found interesting, is that he just has, he just consistently pays school, and when you get called from the playoff, you're just expected to come. So that doesn't necessarily mean the end for the bowl games. Bowl games might continue on. Yeah, I mean, I'd hope so. I'd like the bowl games. I like the bowl games. I'd like to. I'd like to go uh, quickly, and just talk about a few of uh, a few of my favorites. You know, going into the bowl season. I know we did this before, but this this is all in response to no one's really signed up for the uh, the bowl bowl mania. And I'm kind of kind of upset about it. So guys, join uh join our group. It's easy. Uh, the link's on the on the web page. So it's fun to do. Uh, so let's take a look at a couple bowls. Uh, who you got the most points going to right now? I have a, uh, I don't have mine up right now, but I believe I have Nevada, uh, Boston College. Nevada, Boston College. Who who did you pick on that one? Nevada. Nevada. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Uh, you know, Colin Ka- Kaepernick going against an 
I think they're young. I think that's the problem with Boston College right now. They've graduated a lot of people. Or they're just not talented. I mean, that's that's all. I think it's a combination. <laughs> uh, I got number one. You know, I, I this 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 really pains me. Uh, but I, I have to uh, I have to pick Oklahoma because Connecticut is that bad. But Oklahoma doesn't like to you know play up to these games. I hope it changes in this one. You know, I'm giving them. You know, I have my full confidence in them. So that's so, so that's my big pick. Do you remember offhand where your uh, your one point went? Your least confident went. The least confident. I think I just assigned a random. A random. I don't remember off the top of my head. All right. I remember, it might have been actually. It might have been Alabama, Michigan State. You really put that one low? Mm-hmm. I I picked Alabama, but I I don't know. I mean. Once you lose three losses after you're supposed to go undefeated for a national championship, you lose that edge. Yeah, but the, the, there's that much more talent. And the way that Michigan State won all their games, it, it was, uh, you know, it was un... I don't know, it was, it was they were unimpressive, is the word I'm going for. Yeah, but they won them. That's the point. Yeah, but look what Notre Dame did this year, and they needed a last-second fluke, you know... F- Fake field goal to to win the game. Look at what North Northwestern's a solid squad, but to be down that much, and Northwestern doesn't have their quarterback. They don't have person. Well, okay. So I have them. I actually picked them to lose. Otherwise, I would pick them to win. Another game I rated really low actually was LSU Texas A and M. Picked LSU. I yeah. Much confidence. Yeah, I had that one down pretty low too. Uh, just because those two those two teams had similar seasons, I would think. And Texas A&M switched quarterbacks, and like, Gerard Johnson got off to a horrible start this year after he was picked to be a uh, Big te- uh, Big Twelve quarterback uh, quarterback of the year, and they switched to this freshman, and this freshman's really helped out this team. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't have any more to add. Just, uh, just wanted to kind of give people an opportunity to understand what this uh, college bowl pick'em's all about. It's really fun to play, uh, and it's free. It costs you zero. And you get fun out of it, so it's like free fun. I I don't find many places where you can get free fun. I I don't know of any. Do you know of any, Ike? Um, yes, but it's not appropriate for. Oh, oh, well, this is awkward. Yeah, way to go. Well, anyways, uh, that'll wrap it up. Uh, we don't like to, we don't want to keep you long. Just want to wish you you know safe travels. You know, in the mid mid Atlantic area, we're getting snow here. That's why we're recording so early. So, uh, yeah, drive safe. And uh, we'll probably be taking a break until after the holidays. So uh, happy holidays, everyone. Uh, And we will talk to you in the new year.